What is up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to this version episode of these healing messages for the week. It's Saturday night. It's Recovery Soul Food Saturday night, and I'm super excited to be here. It's been a huge week, many revelations, so much clarity happening, so many blessings, so many things to get through. It's really been an amazing week. I'm grateful to be here to share with you about it. I want to know about your week, what's been happening with you, what's coming up, you know, talk to us in in the chat we're live right now on i think uh through six seven seven platforms all at once so wherever you are watching from in your perspective chat uh chat in there make friends make connections connections have been one of the greatest blessings that i have really really been meditating on this this whole entire week just the the sheer quality of people that I get to have in my life now and the people that I have connections with now and just how different not only they are, but how different I am and who I am connecting with and who I am in communion with. So amazing. So wherever you are in your recovery journey right now, I want you to drop your dates in the comments, talk to us, let us know where you're at, let us know where you're from in the world, and uh, let us know what your biggest, what are your biggest, I'd say, where do you need the most help, guidance um, in in your recovery journey? I really, really want to know because I really want to start gearing content that is there to truly, truly nourish your recovering soul. So before we get into it tonight, I'm super excited tonight. The The title of tonight's uh, message broadcast conversation is actually the blessings in the breakdowns. This is something I've been looking at intensively in my own life over the last few months and especially this past week of just understanding how all of the breakdowns, all of the true, the places and the times in my life that I was truly just broken open from the inside out, how what was born from that desperation is the person that I am today and how I would not change one single solitary moment of it as hard as it was, as crazy as it was. I wouldn't change anything for the person that I get to be today. So that's what we're going to talk about. And hopefully we can help help you maybe back out of that internal uh, perspective of what you're going through and step outside of it and be able to see how it is truly, truly building you into the greatest and best version of yourself. Isn't that the goal of recovery? Like, isn't that the point of recovery is, you know, you know, the worst version of yourself. So are you in the pursuit to discover the best version of yourself? So we're talking about that tonight. So before we get into anything, you guys always know that I love to bring you this amazing resource. This is my good friend and our soul sister, Pamela Topchian's book. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Available, extremely affordable, right there on Amazon at amazon.com forward slash Pamela Topchian. You can also pick up her newest book, her newest memoir, Behind the Mask, Gloves and Scrubs, One Nurse's Journey. Now, uh, our soul sister, Pamela Topchian, one of our great community 
I don't even know. Just she's she's a soul nurturer within our recovery soul food community, and she has written about her journey and in this one what how she has dealt with family members within addiction and working in the addiction and recovery fields as a nurse. And it's just very interesting. She's made these so affordable. It's an amazing resource, and we love her. So you can get that at Pamela. Uh, Amazon.com forward slash Pamela Topgen. Our soul brother, Martin John Garcia, which I'm still waiting to get my copy. I can't wait, has written his new version of the Tao Te Ching, and it is available at martinjohn.com. He is one of my favorite humans on earth, along with Pamela. And, you know, one of my good friends I want to give a shout out to this week, who really helped me this week, one of the great connections that I truly got to really solidify this year. And we did, I did a great, amazing podcast episode with Tandy Gutierrez, and it's on our YouTube channel. Go back and watch that if you haven't seen that. She's just an amazing healer and helper and guide. And she has this amazing, she has this amazing online community-based studio, unicornwellnessstudio.com. She also has the Magic Spark podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. If you utilize many different things in your healing and recovery journey, then if you're like me, I use a lot of astrological uh, planetary energies because everything is energy. We're working with energy. And the moment that we understand and accept that, that we're working through energy in this world and everything is that, then we can start to utilize great resources that are here for us. And that's one of the ones that are is super, super helpful for me. Just the way, you know, planetary energies and the way that the moon is and different things, because it helps me go through my life. Sometimes you can be going through this rut and you have no understanding of it. You're just like, what's wrong with me? Like, you know, like I don't have no energy. I'm grumpy. I'm, I'm triggered, super triggered. My recovery is super hard. What's happening? And it, it, it just happens to be the energy of whatever planet alignments that there are. And so for me, it helps me to know that. So you can get a lot of that information and connect with Tandy. You know, she has a magical mentoring program that's not necessarily addiction recovery based, but it is soul healing based. And that's what we're about here. Magic Spark Podcast, unicornwellnessstudio.com. Dow to Ching at martinjohn.com, amazon.com forward slash Pamela Topgen. I love you guys so much, and I'm super ready to get into this healing messages of the week, the blessings and the breakdowns. Man, y'all, if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's go. So what is up, you amazing recovery soul healing warriors, you? You perfect specimens of divinity in human form. That's who you are. That is who you are. That's who we all are, and I'm grateful to know that today. This has been such an amazing week filled with its own type of worry and circumstances, but what came along this week for me was some clarity, came 
through a friend. You know, our friends and our connections, they're basically just channels for divine spirit to come and minister through, whether it's to minister a mirror of what needs to be changed or it can minister a mirror of, hey, you're doing really good. And here's the evidence of that, because you've got some really awesome, amazing human beings in your life and your vibe attracts your tribe. So it's easy to look at some of the work that you've done. And so I got some really great clarity from one of my great friends and, and just a sister that I know that I've known before, uh, Tandy Gutierrez, who who did a special message for me and sent it to me. And it was everything, every answer that I've been looking for, all the stuff I've been talking to you guys about every week uh, of places that I just could not figure out what was happening to me, what was happening. And as I have received such clarity this year uh, or this week about really why my practices, you know, I was really being hard on myself really being super hard on myself, like, okay, maybe I've gotten lazy. Maybe I just, my spiritual practices, maybe I just need to start back at the basics. And I did all that. I tried all that, but nothing was hitting at the right. It just wasn't hitting the same anymore. It wasn't bringing me into that place of alignment. And so of course, what do we always do? We turn in on self, you know, and how we treat how we treat other people is a direct reflection of how we treat ourselves. So if we're highly critical of other people or easily, always easily agitated with or wanting to rush them through things, it's because that's the way we operate and treat ourselves. And so we can't be any other way than how we are on ourselves with other people. And so, you know, it, there was just so much that I was questioning within myself. I started even questioning you know, what has it all really been for? You know, I, 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 there's just nothing, nothing was in alignment anymore. And the bottom line of it is, is I just thought it was me. I just thought, okay, you're not doing enough. You've got to do more, study more, meditate more, you know, whatever it is. And, and nothing was happening. And so getting this message from Tandy really opened my eyes to how this is a year of that for me, just the way everything lines up and, and the way that the, the main themes of this year for me are going to be closing the door on things that really do not serve me anymore. Ideas about myself, belief systems about myself, identities that I have embodied um, uh, you know, a, a very <clears throat> relatable example would be that identity of an addict. You know, we have that identity of being an addict. And with that identity, as we embody that identity, that is the parameter with which we operate. So if the belief system is I am an addict, we operate within that sphere, and, and we do not deviate from that. And so when we come into recovery, one of the first steps is surrendering to this, this acknowledgement of I have this addiction. Now, the way it's written out and the way it comes to us is that we have to surrender to the identity. And that's truly not the case. When we surrender to the identity, we cannot grow outside of the containment of the definition of what that is. 
So in a lot of things, when we're coming up to, to finding places in our life that just are not really serving our highest and best good, and I don't want to say serving us because, man, with all of the language, there's so much of these principles that are being watered down, overused, and used to bypass and escape doing real work. You know, people will do things that are inherently selfish because they are attempting to meet a need within themselves, but they, they will put it under the umbrella of, well, this no longer serves me, so now I must do that. <clears throat> and the waters are getting muddied with all of that stuff. That's why I tell you, go back and watch last week when we talked about the dangers of the one to three minute motivation, mental health and recovery you know, platforms and reels, there's a lot of deeper parts to these ideas that are not being seen or heard, and they are causing great distress in places. And so, <laughs> um, so, so where am I? Because I just got this weird, I got this weird uh, little message over here in the chat that is probably some kind of you know, who knows if it's some kind of bot, some kind of scam. It's hard to have trust anymore for a lot of stuff. So y'all could uh, forgive me for getting sidetracked. But when we talk about things that no longer serve us, they can be simply ideas and belief systems. So when we go back to that whole example of the whole addict, what we are to do really doing in the beginning stages of coming into recovery is coming to a place where we admit and surrender to the fact that we have no control, no conscious control over this addiction. It's just unfortunate that we don't make the distinction and not pull that title in or belief system in to us. But that is necessary because you have to, in the beginning, surrender to the fact that you got an issue anyway before you can begin to even start to fix it or, or I, don't, I hate to use the word fix but start to heal it because remember addiction is just a coping mechanism and anything that we use to cope like when we talk about let's find healthy coping skills i'm not about just coping here on this platform let's don't cope coping means that we just basically surrender our control to that um that we're we're basically there's no resolve to the to the issue, so I'm going to cope with these circumstances. I don't want to just cope. I want to heal, change, heal and change. So you know that's where that whole you know healthy coping skills comes in because that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking to cope with life. Coping equals looking over the shoulder for relapse where I'm here in a space where we, we go to the roots to heal that. So we're not always running back and forth. But when we're talking about belief systems that no longer serve us, that is a big one. And it's a great example. You know, how do you believe about your finances? What do you believe about yourself as a husband, a father, a, a, a mother, um, a student, <clears throat> a, a sister. I mean, like, what do you believe about yourself at different core levels that are very, very important? What in those things are no longer serving you? I'm in a long-term relationship. Most of you know, I've been with my wife now for 18 years and there are 
different ways of relating to each other that has served us over these 18 years. Very recently, we've been doing a lot of just little bitty bickering and everything kind of feels like we're always at opposition of each other. And for the longest time, we've just been dealing with it and coping with it and just, but it gets to the point where the unrest inside gets to be so intense that you have to either change it or try to stuff it down again. And so I just quickly realized this isn't working. This is just not working for us anymore. We have earned the right to treat each other. We've earned it from each other to treat each other with more kindness and be more at peace within each other to to help shield each other from the woes and the meanness of the world and let us have this safe container and this safe space of this, you know, relationship that we have. And this is how we can actually help each other have more peace, prosperity, and understanding in life. And it comes to those places where you have to be willing to look at this is no longer serving me, regardless of what it is, whether it's something very physical you can grab onto in your life, like a job, a school, a, you know, a, a whatever, a relationship, a familial relationship. Some of you are still trying to hang on to have relationships with family that is still in very toxic situations, and you're trying your hardest to save them from their own, you know, trials, tribulations, and troubles, or their own addictions, that you're failing to properly take care of yourself. And so you're being more pulled down into that. Inside of you, you know, this isn't serving me and something needs to happen. But the thought of the confrontation or the thought of a life without these people or the thought of making that break or having, you know, that conversation, whatever it is, quitting that job, taking that big leap, the thought of that becomes so overwhelming and, and scary that you'll stay there. Well, we're coming in this year that's coming up, especially this next week might, is likely going to show your, show itself as a theme in your world probably as well. If you're showing up here tonight, <clears throat> where you're going to get to a place where you're like, I can't, I just can't keep looking at this and not do anything about it. And it's going to click into place. It's going to be one of those shifts that happen that just, it just seems like just a little bit. You just needed that last little thing for that piece to fit in where you just stand up and say, this isn't working for me anymore. How can I change it? And be very right there willing to take the steps to do that. I do that. Yes. Alexis says, I'm holding together with pure grit, perfected procrastination, stretched thin, overwhelmed, stressed, and living on a prayer. And that, my beautiful friend, is the precisely why I wanted to even do one of these videos tonight, because as I've been having these conversations with my cousin who's here, who it's such a blessing to get to see that, you know, the work that I've gotten to do in my life, you get to see kind of the results of it in someone else. It's amazing. But we've been having these amazing conversations because he's going through a big shakeup and a big break open in his world. And we've just been acknowledging how 
these are the times when you're so broken open and stressed and overwhelmed that you feel like you're just going to, that it, it takes one little thing to just break it all open. That those are the absolute moments when you are so, what's born out of desperation is this tremendous openness to receive what's next. And it's so many times when we're running in our lives and we're running our recovery and everything's going pretty good and we got our routine down and nothing's really deviating and everything's comfortable. That's, that's a nice time. It's great to have those times in recovery, but more times than not, we're going to be broken open basically for a breakthrough. So I tell you, get pretty, get a little excited. I know it's hard to do in that feeling, but get excited because you're right there on the edge of that one moment that's going to just break you open. But we have to get to a place where we're just so desperate and open because if not, we'll try to therapy everything. We'll try to, you know, We'll try to use our techniques, our prayers, our meditations, our positive thinking. We'll try to use all our techniques and tools to get through it. And sometimes it's like, yeah, they're helping us hold on, but I'm still barely holding on to life. And it's just going to take this one hair to uh, bust it all open. And I'm going to drop all the plates and, and my worst fears are going to come true. When in reality, it's like the things that you think about, the things you've asked for in your life. Think about the places you've asked to go. Think about the person you have asked and visualized to be in whatever areas of your journey, your life in general. And I can, with 100% certainty, guarantee you that the place that you are now the intense, the stress, the, the just about to crack is what is along the path to the becoming of that in which you seek. And you won't know it while you're in it, but you'll get to sit back and you may just be telling somebody the story of something when it will dawn on you that, wow, I could not be here now had I not been broken open. When I was really, really broken open for breakthrough was in 20, the very end of 2017. Many of you know these parts of my story. I've, t I've told them a lot. But when my best friend died today, when I was talking about it to my cousin and I ex was expressing it, it's like, do you have anyone in your life that you just feel like this soul connection to? Like if you could, you could almost see like this energetic cord plugged up between the two of you. You know, have you ever had a friend, a family member, you know, a lover, a partner, whoever that that was like that in your life? Well, in 2017, I had a best friend who was closer to me than a brother could be. I felt completely safe in this friendship. I mean, there was just, it was an amazing friendship and he he died suddenly very young. Um, and my world just shattered. I had never experienced loss on that level at that intensity ever in my life. And within two weeks later, 
my grandmother, who was my matriarch, who I also had that soul connection with, randomly passed away as well. And it was like these hits just kept coming to the point that I had to be so broken and so just so I had to not have any strength left to fight what was trying to happen to me. It was my time. It was time for this whole evolution to occur. In that evolution to occur, there had to be some very, very life-altering circumstances to happen. And everything I did was try to to, I needed to escape the pain. So when I wasn't using, I was desperately trying to unalive myself because I could not see a way through it. I look back over that now and I can see every step of what was happening and how it had to happen that way in order for me to become the human being that I am today. And for me, even as far left, as much further as I still have to go, I am so grateful for the human that I am now. The grit you speak of, you got that grit from something else that you've been through. So thank God for that grit to be able to hold on. And so everything that you're utilizing right now to stay in your strength is something that you've gone through in the past that has now brought you to becoming of that. And that is what our lives are laid out to be about. There are these these themes and these things that we are supposed to, anybody in this addiction recovery space, that is, that is part of what your purpose is here, is to work on that in your familial generational line. When you heal parts of yourself and also remember addiction is like a neon sign for trauma that's asking to be healed. It's asking to be healed. The way that it does that is we go through addictions because addictions numb the pain of what we cannot properly seem to work through or what we can't sit with and hold on to and accept as is. So we're escaping this pain. And then that becomes so out of control that you have no choice but to look at it. And at some point, if you are lucky enough and blessed to live long enough to get to the place where you say, no more, I can't do it. Look how far you got to be pushed before you get to the place of took me 22 long suffering years of escaping my own self in that way before I finally went, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, so I'm grateful for that. But all of these things in these places where we're being broken open, they are breaking us open for the next level of whatever it is that's coming in your life. What have you asked for? What are you moving towards? What is your vision? And this year, your visions are going to be very, very important. And it's very, it's, it's very valuable to be clear, not clear on stuff, not clear on stuff you want to have or stuff you want to get or positions you want to reach, but very clear on the person that you want to be. How do you want to feel about yourself at night? 
when you lay down at night, how do you want to feel about yourself? That's a vision for who you are. As we, we got to stop with the, you know, manifesting cars and jobs and monies and all of that stuff. I'm not saying there's not a place for that. But the most important is, how do you want to feel every night before you go to sleep? You know, that was a big thing for me. I would, I would have, go over an inventory in my mind every night before I went to sleep of, did I hurt anybody today? Did I lie today? Did I cheat today? Did I have to compromise my own integrity today? Uh, these were the check boxes that allowed me to finally take that nice deep breath and go on into sleep because the majority of my life, I felt sheer guilt and shame every second. Like when I... There was no just falling asleep. I had to be passed out. I had to make myself pass out because I couldn't live with the person that I had to become in order to stand in the belief of I am an addict. So there was only so much you can do within that container for which you believe yourself to be. So being an honest person with, you know, great integrity and a hard worker and all of the things that I pride myself on now and embrace about myself, those things were not possible within the realm of the belief system of I am only this. I am only a traumatized, broken addict and I you can't grow from there so for this year it would be amazing what's up Stephanie um it would be amazing if you could possibly work in on honing in what a clear vision of who you want to be at the end of this year how do you want to feel about yourself how do you want to present to the world you know, do it on many levels. How do you want to be in relationship with your family? Like what, what do you, those relationships do you want to look at? It's way too, far too tempting to always stare at all the problems we have. That's how we've been taught. You just stare at the problem and wish it were different, but you never get a clear vision on how you want it to be different. We're just so easy to go into the program of, well, these people need to fix this, 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 and this before I can feel like I can hang out with, or, or whatever it is. When reality, what is it that you would like to see? Can you start to get yourself into a habit of, of letting the contrast show you what it is that's truly wanted and let you focus in on what is wanted versus what is not wanted? Because a lot of times it's so much easier for outside entities to see clearly what other people are going through. Meanwhile, it's hard to see what you're going through, but it's easy to see what other people are going through. And it's quite easy to have the answers that can help them fix it. But they may not be interested and, and, and they may not care what you think they should do. And that, that can be a frustrating dynamic, especially within families. So what is it what is the vision that you want to have for yourself? I urge you to start becoming clear on that. Use this year. This 2024 is a year, a big year of revelation. What's, what's true on the macro is true on the micro. So while we're having these big revelations in our, our 
perspective countries and our world. We're also having these big revelations within ourselves. And a lot of the work that you have been doing already up until now is going has been preparing you for what is coming up this year. And it is also helping you level up into where you want to go next. But how do you go somewhere if you do not have any type of clear vision? If you're going somewhere on a map, you have to know where you are and you have to know where you want to go. That way, the map makes sense. If not, it just looks like chaos. And the, and the likelihood that you're just going to get lost and be a wanderer is, is more likely than not. So know where you are. And don't be afraid to admit where you are. You know, like... Forget the judgment of others. If you're on a healing journey, if if you are one that is in, especially in type a, a spiritual healing type of, of space, shame and guilt have no glory. They're basically wasted energy. They're wasted uh, emotions. They're wasted time because there's nothing in shame or guilt that produces anything positive. Those are the type of emotions that are almost like what I would consider anchors. They are anchor emotions, which means they anchor you into the, the basically the definition of that. So your shame and your guilt, when you're on a healing path, your, your intention is to see where am I so that I can get it, create a vision of where I want to go. Because the map will then start to lay itself out for you. You don't have to worry about it. It's not your job to worry about this is where that bigger than you comes in. You know, what's this grand design of things? Your responsibility is to know where you are, accept responsibility for where you are, be willing to be accountable for where you are, and see what's there as it is. And then create the vision of where you want to be, of who you want to become. Who do, where do you want to be next year? This time next year, what do you want to say? This is how I feel about myself. That's different versus last year. You know, what, what do you want to see for, I don't know, Many things, just just anything. It's hard for me because there's different people here, so there's so much different energy here at the same time. So it's hard for me to give a specific example. But what is the vision for your life? Who do you want to become? Less about what you want to get, what you want to be doing, but who you want to be being. Are you integrating the work that you're doing on the outside? Are you integrating it back into yourself? Because my cousin and I were talking about today, you can do all the, the spiritual work or all the therapy work, the mindset work, and you can get all of this stuff in the ethereal all together and fixed. But if you never bring that healing now into your nervous system, you're going to continue to get triggered by environment and your nervous system at different times of the day. And you're not going to understand why you're continuing to battle the same trigger. And it happens to come up the same time every day. And you start to notice that. And that is where we have not integrated 
this out here in with the nervous system. We have to bring our changes. Our, our, our changes begin in our minds. We create new habits. We create new perspectives. We, we create new thoughts of uh, ways of being. And then we have to integrate it down into the body by using it over and over and over again. And that's what we talk about when we're creating this, this laid out map of where I am and where I want to go. And that's when you can just, you don't have to make a precise list all the way down to the details of how you expect to get there. Or, or how it needs to happen, because that's when you miss your blessings. When you're so focused on your idea of how it should all be and how it should all show up and how it should all, you know, shake out, then you, you become so focused on that, that you miss the blessings and the opportunity for growth that is open around you. If you're just able to say, this is where I am. I take my accountability, full responsibility. I see what needs to to be and see where I want to go and I'm open to receive and walk this walk and, and go through it and go through it. Let me see what Stephanie said. I'm so sorry, Stephanie. Um, Stephanie says my boyfriend died on January the 14th. I'm lost and need to speak to you. You need me. I know nothing. I'm screwed up and still have my sobriety of one one twenty two two years, and you're very afraid. Oh, that's a great idea, Pamela. Let me go back here to Stephanie. Yeah, well, it's it's always. I think that was one of the things, Stephanie, and being in in like two years. This is still something that's going to be very prevalent because you are still battling all the things at once. You are still battling the mind, body, and spirit all at the same time. While in the midst of all that, you're having these very, you know, big life changes and these big occurrences, these big tragedies happen in, it, in the same time. And so it, it, it only stands to ignite that fear because we're, we're trying to hold on to this thing that we have, this sobriety, because we don't want to cope with the loss of someone special by using, but it's, it becomes about utilizing, I guess, resources that can, I guess, help you through. It's so hard to explain, but you're, you're in a place right now that, that to be afraid, to be scared, to, to, to feel like you have no security underneath you because you just feel like you don't know anything anymore because a, a shakeup like that basically yanks your foundation out from under you. And when we don't have the foundation, we feel like we're floating through space with no real direction and, and no place to be or, or who we are to be. Because when someone dies like that, especially a partner, that also affects your identity because you have an attachment to the identity of this is my boyfriend. This is my partner. And when that's gone, part of your identity dies in the midst of that as well. And our identities is what kind of gives us some security, give us a little bit of peace. So when we can say, I am something, or this is me, this is an aspect of me, 
we build a comfortable person. We build a comfortable situation. We build a life. And then, um, and then, you know, it, it, it gets shaken out or taken away or something tragic happens. And then all of a sudden we had, we don't have that security. So fear is a natural thing to be at two years in sobriety. It's natural for you to be fearful. At the same time, you could probably be really, really feeling very triggered to use because maybe two years ago, this would have been something that would have been like the green light in, I can't take this. And so it's easier, I guess, to look at, if I could give you, if I could hone you like any nugget of anything, it's easy to look at how this is overwhelming and fearful and, and the sadness of it all. And I'm not, this has nothing to do with the sadness. You've got to grieve that out. You have to be sad. You have to do, you got to feel all that stuff. But maybe in those moments versus being completely focused on the fear, maybe you can try in those moments to, to think about how well you actually are doing you know what I mean? Like, like how well you actually are doing, because you are going through this. You're, you are going through this and as, and as whacked out and as wild as you feel and as out of control as you feel, you are in a community, you are speaking out about it. And that's something way different than what you may have done before. What is up, Austin? It's so crazy that my my buddy Austin is here because I was uh, I was in Wilmington last week and I thought about you, wondered how you were doing. Some people use loss as a reason to use, and I feel they were just looking for a reason. Maybe not every time, but more cases than not, it's used as an excuse. I, I did, you know, I used it to allow myself whenever, when I was going through that big, like, like when my... When my brother died, when my best friend died, that was like a green light and foot on the gas pedal for for me to just go as far out of control as possible. I didn't want to feel one second of that hurt. And yet I couldn't feel anything but that hurt. And so, yeah, I really, really did. That was really my thing. It was like, well, I can't even be mad at myself right now because this hurts so bad. Who wouldn't? use so yeah austin's austin's right stay strong there stephanie and and if we'll all embrace you and and send you prayers and keep lifting you up in our special ways and and sending you loving energy because that's no easy situation like there's no part of this this is what angers me about one to three minute mental health and law of attraction doggone reels and and social media is this stuff is riddled with hard stuff. This is, you know, this is life and there is no process that they can sell you or teach you in those one to three minutes that is going to make it to where your life does not experience its own highs and lows there is no mastery of that. That is an illusion that there's a destination that we get and we go, oh, oh, okay, I'm happy now, all is well, and we can coast back. You know, that's part of the illusion. 
And people don't even realize that they're buying the illusion when they are so immersed in this content. Because these algorithms, they just keep showing you the same thing. And as it does that, these little ideas are really being, y'all, you just don't know, man. Be, be very selective of your content. Look for content that doesn't just feed a dopamine hit. And look for content that nourishes your soul. I will absolutely do my best, Stephanie. I will um, absolutely keep that in mind and I will do my very, very best. I can't promise much for this coming up week because, man, when I tell you, I'm speaking to you from a place of, man, I'm going through this with y'all too. Like it's big shifts, big changes. I feel kind of a reprieve right now in my life, in my energy. And it's surprising because it's a full moon and usually I'm completely whacked out and like my, like everything is just off and I can usually tell, oh, it's a full moon, but this has been a really, really nice full moon cycle. This has been much easier. My energy is so much lighter. Um, I feel, you know, just, just more at ease, but I'm still like working through and going through a lot, but I will always be thinking about you and I will keep that in there and I will do my best to try to make some time. Hello, Jessica. Jessica says, hello, new here. Well, thank you for being here and you're certainly welcome in this space. And I hope that something here will resonate with you. Um, you know, this is a healing space. This is a space. This, we go we go way deeper than counting sobriety days. We're here to kick, you know, addiction's ass for good. And, you know, and create the best possible versions of ourselves here. And so I appreciate every one of you that are here. You're here for a, uh, in, you're here for a valuable reason that you're brought to this space for, for something, because I don't do a whole lot of sharing these things out anymore. I just kind of put them out organically and let them go how they go. Because I'd rather have two people here that are on like a healing path and that can really benefit from a wisdom or a channel, a message that I can even share. And then 200,000 people that are just looking for taglines, hashtags, and great motivation. There's a place for that, but I'm going to the roots of my suffering, man. And I'm pulling those things up because I'm want to, I'm trying to master this life. Got to master this life. All right. Well, thank y'all so much. Oh, Austin says moved away, had to get away. Understand that got custody of my son. Congratulations. Living in South Carolina. Just got a job starting two weeks. Hate adulting. It is hard and taking care of your son alone. Yep. Sounds like you're in one of those broken open for breakthrough moments, man. This is another one of those things where those doggone legs are being strengthened underneath us. You know, I, I avoided adulting for the longest time, but I want to tell you what I got to learn the other day. That's why this has just been such a remarkable week is, you know, I was working and and just suffering. It was bitter cold wind, hands and knees, just sand in a deck all day and all by myself, you know, I usually work with my family and stuff, but I was all by myself 
And I just started connecting with how grateful I was that I had the ability to take care of my family and how there was a time in my life that the person that I am today was exactly the person that I dreamed that I would be, you know, a good husband, a good dad, a a protector, a provider, a a safe container, um, you know, the ability to get to do things for my family, you know, putting food in the house and just knowing that these people's survival, like there are people's survival in my hands and I'm handling it. That's cool shit, man. That's cool shit. And so I just, like, I really got to have these experiences this week where I really, 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 as hard as it all is and as bad as I hated it, Whenever I really first, when these, when this workout first started and I was in the same position you are, it's like, oh, you know, like, man, this is so hard. And then one day, man, you just get the moment where you look back and you realize, holy crap, I've been doing this for this many years and I actually enjoy it. And I can see the fruits of my labor in the fact that. There are people around me now that love me and depend on me and I'm showing up. So I love you and I wish you all the best. And I know that you, you will accomplish that and you just keep showing up day in and day out, no matter how hard it is, just keep showing up. I promise every bit of that, you're working out the muscles of your own grit, your own life, your own version of you. That's amazing. And there's, if I never get to accomplish any other thing in the world, getting to be, getting to be a, just getting to, to have this family that I have and getting, getting to be a provider and getting to do provide safety and containment is a joy. It's the joy of my life. And I'm so grateful for recovery for helping me get there. And I love you guys all so much. Thanks to everybody who's been here. Pamela for always being here and being active. We love you so much. And our amazing young friend, Alexis, it makes me so happy to see younger humans reaching for this type of knowledge and this type of wisdom. That means that the work we're doing is meaning something because if it there's one less day of suffering for someone else, then that means we did it. We did something. It's amazing. So I want y'all to have an amazing, amazing week. Thank you again for showing up. You know, Stephanie, Austin, love all of you. For everybody that I don't see in the comments um, and people that will watch this later, thanks so much for allowing me to just come here and show up randomly, a random human on a random Saturday night and and talk like this thanks for spending the time with me thanks for supporting thanks for all of the stuff this is my passion and this makes me happy and i'm grateful to get to do it i love you guys so much have the most tremendous and amazing week tomorrow night i'm going to be uh recording a another new episode of uh walk a mile in my shoes a podcast i do with my good friend eric mccoy um about once a month we're going to start a new season of that we're going to do that tomorrow night so it'll be up next week excited about that so y'all check that out in the meantime at Clean. Dot org, or you can go to our official Walk a Mile in My Shoes YouTube channel and check those videos out. Until next week, 
I love you guys, man. Stay strong and just know that you are loved and you are valuable and you are a divine expression of God in human form. And don't you ever forget how special that is. I love you guys and I'll see y'all next week.